New questions every day, how's a brother supposed to sleep? Listen, I give youngers books. Trying to educate myself as I'm running through these streets. There's no such thing as black and black crime. You can hit us in the DMs if you want the smoke. Not sure where the conversation's gonna go. But did you do your research? Yeah, I wanna know. That's the life of a domino. It's the domino Inside the gaff. So we've got a lovely panel to my right. Everyone, if you want to introduce yourselves and tell us a fun fact about yourself. <laughs> um, my name's Linda mm. and I don't know, I'm obsessed with the colour purple. Fez? The film or the actual colour? No, 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 the colour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sarah Garvey, I'm obsessed with pissing people off. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> I don't do it purposely. I'm Gabrielle, and I'm a fashion creative. Oh, okay. So do, do you create pieces or...? Yeah, I do a bit of everything, you know? Multi-platforms, kind of thing, styling, um, merchandise, advertising, marketing, that kind of thing, yeah. Drip stuff. Could say. Um, but I'm the main guy talking about this. <laughs> Fun fact, yeah. Let me, I can knit. I made myself a scarf. Hey. Well Come done. On. Got a stitch. Yeah. Right. Right. Good in my hands, you get me? Okay. It's, a bit, it's a bit feminine, but you know, it's it's a a you can tell me, you can tell me. <laughs> <so. laughs> uh, I like walks in the park. That's how my feeling is. Um, so topic of today. Oh wait, hold on. Let's get ready to dominate! <laughs> Listen, we're back again for a lovely panel. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Because we got we know a lot of you. What we seen that analytics in it. What's it saying? Eighty-five percent are ninja watchers, man. Of regular watchers. So I'm saying so he's got a fake. Support the team, just supporting the team. Do you know mm. what I mean? And that's yeah. regular watchers, not just like one time. So regular. you're coming back again and again and again, but you're not supporting like come on, just show a bit of love. It don't it don't cost nothing. So let's do it, man. So yeah, topic of today has traditional no has feminism ruin traditional marriage. I think, sorry, you have a big opinion, so I'll let you start this off. Why should I start my to me first, bro? <laughs> I, like to, I like to listen, I like yeah, to listen. And then, like, has feminism, feminism destroyed more than marriage. Feminism has destroyed women. Mm. It's destroyed men. It's mm. destroyed children. Um, it's destroyed society in general. Um, I think leaning towards making women be the focus of the attention of society and the things that they want and they feel um, because women love attention and um, women are not, in my personal point of view, they're not supposed to be leaders um, because they're too emotional to be leaders. So <sighs> feminism generally has it has it messed up marriages yes because uh with this feminism came aggressive hypergamy as well um hypergamy's messed up marriages so in short <laughs> yes <laughs> feminism <laughs> has messed up traditional marriages yes it has I thought, uh, wait, linda i think you have something to say to that yeah i when he said women are not supposed to be leaders can you explain why not because we're emotional um okay so with feminism, this this uh, type of feminism that's going on, feminism is emasculating men and masculinizing women. So women are asking men with feminism, with under feminism, men can now be women and women can now be men. That's part of the woke feminist movement. Yeah, the gender fluid movement. It's a gender fluid thing. So it's like 
that would only have come into fruition under the psychology of a woman because men know they can't be women generally and if men were leading they wouldn't tell other men yeah you know what yeah you can be a woman so when you look at all of the feminists mm. right when you look at all the they're all women saying yeah guys you can be a woman it's like you're, you're messing up society because because you're going with your feelings it's not factual mm. right that's what women do. They go with their feelings more so than the fact. So it's like, oh, well, he feels like this and he feels like that. Men will be like, I've got a son, yeah? And I tell him, this is what it is. Whereas his mum might say, oh, it's okay. That's all right if you feel like that. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. men and women are kind of wired differently. And I think under feminism um, and women in general, yeah, they tend to use their emotion more so than their logic. No, I, mean, I, do, I do want to clear up just on the timeline. And I, I get what you're... I do want to say... The feminist movement is a bit different to the gen- gender neutral and sexual, mm. gender fluid uh, sexual revolution movement, but they happened around the same, same time. time. So that's why I think like, and they do co-support each mm. other in terms of their beliefs, a lot of their beliefs, but they are distinctly different in terms of the agendas pushed behind it. Like the sexual yeah. revolution and the gender fluid movement was taught side by Alfred Kinsey and... Wilhelm Reich mm-hmm. and they were just basically perverts who just believed that kids were fluid in nature and sexual beings and if a kid wants to have sex you should allow them to have sex and this that timed in too with feminism because they were like oh if it's rights for this group it's, it's rights, rights for, for it's everyone, rights for all. for all but I would say that isn't distinctly feminine but they're definitely not opposed they're definitely supporting mm. each other that's what I would say on mm. that no, I um, but in terms of um, the hyperpergamousness when we look at um, uh, economics, and I, obviously that's what I do, so I like to look at it from, from mm-hmm. that, that standpoint. When we look at, say, let, let's take the civil rights movement, um, when Martin Luther King marched, when he marched for freedom and equality for all, a lot of white people marched, but then when he marched for equality of opportunity, a lot of white people didn't march because they realised that giving black people the equality of opportunity will also take food out of white people's mouths. Yeah. Less white people will be getting mm-hmm. opportunity. Mm-hmm. The same way when you look at Feminism now give it making uh, now giving women more of the, the the opportunity to now work has also led to a different uh, I suppose economic shift mm. in the sense of women's mindset hasn't changed in terms of women before were naturally are are still are naturally hypergamous mm-hmm. so you had that natural disequilibrium of the average man who was regular degular women weren't working so. They would, they would have that divide and there'd be no inequality gap. Yeah. What you've now got is a flood of high-achieving women now mm-hmm. who refuse still to date socially and economically below their level, yeah. which drives the wealth inequality gap even further. Yeah. And the only resolution for that is to tell people not to tell women not to work. I'm not saying that's the solution, but I'm saying in economics, there's always going to be an opportunity. Or tell women to stop having such high standards. But then that's, I agree with that. That is the most logical, but when it's rooted in biology, that's like now saying that you must go for regular degular and that's rooted in biology. Women want to be with the the alpha man. Yeah, but I I would say at some point they've got to realise that it's like this, it's supply and demand, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So if all these women want these types of men, but these types of men don't actually Mm -hmm. exist, Mm -hmm. then they're going to have to say, you know, actually these types of men don't exist in the numbers that we would actually want them to exist. So then what's our, what's our solution? And the solution is to go down. But I think we're also overcompensating for the fact that that women don't out-earn men generally. 
I think women true. only out early yeah. between the ages of 21 to 30, and we know why it, it kind of stops at 30. Mm-hmm. So if men then take over to out at women, it's more they the, the perception of the man that they want isn't consistent with reality because right. there is man there is men that still out earn them. It might not be by much, but it's still out early. So by the basis of hypergamy, it still makes sense. The term that I like to use is this: it's like a you said something like hypergamy. It was like the super like aggressive, aggressive hypergamy. hypergamy. Yeah, like, yeah. That's the problem. Mm. That's the problem. Mm. No, because you know what I was going to say, and uh, I agree mostly with what you man was saying is, what I'm saying is before when women couldn't work, every average doe would meet the, the income requirements yeah. because women weren't working. And this isn't me, to, and people like to say things out of content. This isn't for me advocating for women not to work. Not but to we've work. got to realise that in everything we do, there's an opportunity cost. So by opportunity cost, I mean, if it benefits you in some ways, it's going to detract from someone in another way. If you want a man that earns more, he's going to be less less likely to be in the home. In the home, yeah. So it's just, what are we going to weigh mm. up? And I think the easiest solution is for women to be less hypergamous and to, but th- that But that's asking them to go against their biology. But then girls, what do you think? Has it changed, has feminism damaged the... I do agree that it definitely has changed traditional mm-hmm. kind of aspects and like the formation of how a relationship would work and a marriage is changed. But I also think that everyone's pushing for change in 2022. That's just how it is. People coming out as gay, as non-binary, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's shifting towards this notion of new and people don't like new, people like tradition. Do you get what I'm saying? So when it comes to that, I believe that toxic masculinity is coming to play and people still want to withhold these traditional values, but traditional values are different to everybody, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. you can't push this notion of toxic masculinity when women are now earning more than men sometimes. So what's pushing this notion of toxic what's, masculinity? What's toxic masculinity Sorry, I just, I'm just going back to a point that you discussed earlier mm. about women being very emotional mm. and not being able to make decisions. In I, never said, I never said they couldn't make decisions. Talk to the mic as well. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I thought that you was kind of implying that women were not able to kind of, in a, say, a working environment, being able to be leaders because of their emotional... Leaders of nations and leaders of... Um, yeah, like nation. Because right. the, a nation, for, for me, like nations are built off of core nuclear family structures. Right. Like man, woman, child. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. how nations are built. Like a nuclear... A nuclear family yeah. structure. So yeah. feminism and the way in which women are going nowadays, mm. they're moving away from that. They're saying mm. that baby mother culture is cool. They're saying it's okay to be a single mom. They're saying it's okay to be by yourself. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying w- women have had for the past four or five decades, all of the power that they wanted with the whole feminist movement, et cetera, et cetera. My thing is, what are the results of that? The mm. results of that have showed that women have shown themselves to be more, the decisions that they're making is more detrimental to society than it is influential to society. Because, like I said, they're, they're telling each other, oh, it's okay to be single, mum. You can be a boss bitch by yourself. Do what you want. Don't worry about it. And it's like, men don't generally tell women to do that. Women tell other women to do that. Men say, no, 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 be traditional. You know, get your husband, uh, you know, get your family. Mm. Women are telling, women are actually telling other women it's okay to be single with a single, ch- with a child. It's very subjective that I would say that comment you made there. I mean, if you Towards listen, each person. Even yeah. listen to the music. Listen to the music that women listen to. The, the, the Cardi B's. The... that women listen to, not everyone listens to Cardi B. All right. 
So, all right. So I was on the show last time, mm-hmm. right? And we had a bunch of women on here. And there was actually a woman on here or a couple of women saying, it's okay to be a single mom. There's one woman on here saying she would actually go to a sperm donor mm-hmm. and have a child by herself without the man. Bear in mind that we quoted all the statistics. We quoted all the statistics. So when you get to um, single parent households, single mother households, the I think it's like seventy one percent of people in prison are from single mother households. Mm-hmm. Um, a certain percent, a high percentage of people that are misfits within society come from single mother households. Mm-hmm. Single mother households don't generally produce the best children and the best. Um, uh, people that are going to be in society that are going to forward society but mm. women are saying it's cool let's go do that let's go do that I mean, and it's like it, there's no results to show that that's what you should be doing yet and still mm. their feelings are saying yeah but I feel like this and it's cool it's like this, no, this isn't based off a of feeling like, a man would never I mean, do an egg donor I, would, I couldn't stand here or sit here and say that I agree with that mm. that single women parents should do that and mm. it's fine I wouldn't agree with that statement whatsoever mm. but maybe I'm a minority in those statistics you just said mm. but then I just think okay they've got that opinion but they've got that opinion for a reason what they've been through you know and it shaped them into that and maybe they've all had some feelings again mm. feelings. that's what i'm trying to say it's feelings again but then life experiences but then how they've dealt with that you yeah, know but, but, that, but that's a, that's an accountability on yourself mm. like i can say that oh, i've grown up around certain my friends are doing stints now mm. what should mm. i be a gangbanger as well mm. i think that's quite subjective then as well but based on I... based on your um, statistics i can agree with that mm. fair enough mm-hmm. but there's minorities within that could be very different that's what i'm saying so do you think it's better for like children to be raised in like a two-parent household do you think it's better or worse no ideally two functional parents Mm. would create a better outcome for their upbringing and for their future Mm. that's what i do believe yeah so and so do i but i'm saying what is pushed is that it's okay to be a single baby mama which is not the whole thing of being a strong independent independent woman. woman and this is someone coming from that household like my mum always taught me that it's a failure like you shouldn't aspire to be that that's not to aspire but if you end up it ends up being that way then what can you do yeah but it's one of the things if now we we idolise it like strong independent women Mm. like like we even do the whole father's day thing but why are we celebrating failure like like everyone wants a medal for last place Mm. like if you come last you come last let's not celebrate it say for example let's take something stupid like you fail your GCSEs Uh, you tried but you failed like we're not going to celebrate it you're still Mm. failed that failure is a failure Mm. it's like for me statistically I should have been in prison Mm. or Mm. dead because I was raised by a single mum on a council estate in South London with four other siblings. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So she was a single mother of five children, mm. right? So statistically, when you look at statistics of people raising single mother households, you know, it goes the other way. I went a different way, but I understand that, my, that what happened with me is not the general norm. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? I, I empathise with the people, but we can't say... Oh yeah, we understand the factors that have led you here, but take accountability for your life. Like, yeah. I don't want to just force you to do that. Mm. Uh, but yeah. you know what you said earlier about mm. it guarantees failure. Do you think it actually does? So, do you agree with that? Um, Based no, on I, statistics. No, no, no. So I didn't say guarantee. It doesn't failure, guarantee failure because here I am. No, but I'm saying. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. What I was saying, what I'm saying is, yeah. What? Okay. Fuck off, Siri. Um, <laughs> having failed your marriage makes you a failure in that aspect and it's nothing to glorify whereas which aspect sorry that you couldn't have a healthy marriage and you couldn't oh, raise okay. your youth in a, in a two parent household that's mm. that's a failure but now 
we'll give her, we'll even do like things like on, on Father's Day, we would like say to the mums, oh, here's, here's a gift for you. Like, you're, yeah, you're doing you still do, deserve something. You still deserve yeah. something. Mm. Like, what? That, that doesn't make any sense. Like, it's a disrespect. Like, she's a, she's a woman, she's a mother. Why is she playing the father role? Why are we rewarding that behaviour? And you guys have said so much. So you guys are asking about feminism and marriage. So there were three or four waves of feminism. You mm. had the 1900s, which was the whole suffragette movement. Mm. And mm. that was all for voting. And that predominantly benefited white middle-class women. Mm. Okay. And this is something that we don't often talk about. When we think about feminism and you, I think, I can't remember if you use the word woke feminism. Mm. That is the today's liberal, let's say lesbian, typically um, very radical, very they don't like men. And that's the narrative that is pushed. Mm. And I think I said to you when I said I'm not a feminist, that there are so many strands of feminism. Yeah. We have like third, we, we've got third world feminists, we've got intersexual mm. feminists, we've got hetero, norm, like heterosexual feminists. So these are women who are married, but still believe in that they still believe in equality and their partner who is a man also kind of supports the idea of yes women should still be women should still play traditional roles but we understand the need for equal pay we understand the need for mm. and a lot of that that's a whole strand of feminism that isn't but discussed women do, have equal pay, women do have equal pay though yeah in terms of the gender there is a gender gap in terms there of is not, pay there is not a gender pay gap there's not a gender pay gap in terms of your woman i'm going to pay you less because you're a woman that doesn't yes. exist that's literally all i've heard my entire life right. yeah. so so it's a misrepresentation of the information okay. so they, they take certain elements Aspects of it because you have to remember if you take men versus women men out at women but there's reasons why we out earn you and you, i don't have an issue with that because when mm. you think of childbearing you think of like reasons why she can't be at work mm. women are, take more time out of work exactly so i get that mm. I'm, I'm not really and women choose to do jobs that men don't so that men that that men would do that men would do so, for instance, the highest paying jobs or the most dangerous jobs that may pay a lot of money, okay. women generally don't do them. Yes, yeah. so this is just a, it's an economic system, supply and demand. Yeah. Mm. So it's just like, you know what, what we just tried to do with what a lot of the left do? They'll say, like, and this is something we know, mm -hmm. they'll take, ah, oh, all the stabbings in London are black people. Black people are inherently violent and put a label on it. Mm. But that's not the that's causality of the situation. Yeah. The same with the, we we, we do, do not disagree that there's a disparity in terms yeah. of what men and women earn. One hundred percent. But is it people are sitting in a boardroom like, oh no, you have a vagina, you're gonna get earned less. That's not. Well, funny enough, happens. Google did a, a a survey and it turned out that Google actually underpaid men. Really? Google. Mm. That's really? interesting. Yeah, because because of all this that came out. Yeah, um, affirmative action. You know, and that's why yeah. they, they talk about now affirmative action has gone. The, like I can't the, remember the in my industry the other day they said they're not gonna interview white people in certain roles. Just but then also the that. gender pay, that pay gap is to do with like agreeableness and disagreeableness. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So for instance, if it's time for you, if you think you deserve a pay rise, mm. a man more more so than a woman is more likely to go to their boss and say, "Listen, that is absolutely I, I want a pay rise because I'm doing X, Y, and Z." And I do, a woman's more likely to just be like, "You know what? Choose is fine." Most women leave, or they yeah. leave. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you have to understand. Yeah, what your like, condition yeah. to kind of not be as disagreeable as men. And that's why, even though you said that. Well, you believe women aren't supposed to be leaders. I disagree on the notion of mm. the women that I've seen who are high flyers and the women that who are leaders, they are very masculine traits. Yes. You have to be a certain type, type of woman. woman to be That's what I'm saying. a leader, yeah. but which is a minority. So now I know why you're talking about of the whole group, you're just generalizing. generalizing. Yeah, I'm generalizing. But then for me, you see when those women become 
very quote unquote masculine. Like say, take take Margaret Thatcher for instance, right? Theresa May, Margaret she Thatcher, was yeah, Theresa May. Like they were masculine women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does that now filter into society when it comes to marriage, when it comes to relationships, yeah. all that kind of stuff? Because yeah. men generally don't want masculine women. No, they don't. So women will say, okay, cool, I'm gonna be this masculine woman, the shark in the boardroom, blah blah blah. And it's like that's great. You made a way for yourself, 100% high five. But then those type of women complain about the fact that they can't find a man. Yes. Yeah, that's so, true. But once again, it comes back to opportunity costs is that if you're going to put your career first, you're probably not going to have the traditional family dynamic. Exactly. Like, I'm around a lot of high-flying women. Like, I've seen women that they're bosses. Like, mm. they actually... But in my industry, they have no kids, one at most. Mm-hmm. I do not have not met a single woman in my industry who's actually good at a job has more than one child what's your industry because my industry is similar uh investment management okay Investment. okay so i'm around i'm around like millionaires and billionaires yeah i know i know a few myself Mm, mm. um but it's a thing of you gotta remember in my my contract it says if i'm ill for two months they can cut me and there's nothing i can do yeah so what you think you can have three kids yeah does it make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, like, try and take a break from this job. Like, your clients will leave you and you'll have no revenue stream. Yeah. See, that's what I said. What I find nowadays with modern women is that you want all of the benefits of none of the consequences. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's quite problematic with, with the way society works because this gynocentric order that we're now living under affects society by and large. So I, I, I completely agree with the statement that women shouldn't lead. Just based mm. on the fact that if you look at history, the most successful societies stood the test of time. There mm. were women-led societies yes, back in the day that didn't mm. survive. Yeah. So the best structure... Why? Exactly, but why? Because yeah. something better came to replace it. Yeah, Especially yeah. in a time where things were so fragmented, you had homo sapiens, Neanderthals, etc., etc. The most successful society would come to take place and, and the patriarchal system was that. But I don't think a lot of women give enough respect to what men have done um, to, to have the standard of life that we currently live. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, I think... I want to be one of those women who do own my own business and everything. Mm-hmm. And I've already thought, like, mm, children, kids. And the only way I can see that happening is if I have a business at home. Mm-hmm. And if I mm-hmm. lean on my extended family, again, to come in, <clears throat> sorry, and help me. So when we speak about, like, um, like marriage and family, we usually just look at it as the man and the wife. But successful marriages, I think, also rely on a whole network of people yeah, who yeah, are really providing yeah, yeah. support to them. So that's the only way... I can't be hypocritical and be like, oh yeah, like women who are successful and whatever, they can have it all. There has to be, you're good. There's gonna be something, exactly. But then as a woman, do you want to lead? No, 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 because it's stressful, especially. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm gonna be honest, I think I've I've had a business, I've said this before, I've done it, it's very tiring, it's very stressful. And I'm always thinking, I'm always alert. The type of person I am is I enter a place, I can see how to make things better. That's just who I am. I have that in me. Right. But I do like the idea of a man just taking control. I've you, I've got this, babe. You don't have... And it's been a struggle because I've been in my masculine for so long. Mm. So when I've met someone who's more masculine than me, but they're very <laughs> calm with it, it's just like, oh, this feels nice. And it's mm. now making me think about my feminine traits a bit more. Mm. Do you think that happens with a lot of women, though? Do you think, like, a lot of women have been there masculine for so long I think women that they don't know how to relinquish that? Yes, because I, yeah. I had to admit that. I, I think women, once they hit mid-20s, they're like, wait, hold on, this feminism thing's not really banging. But <laughs> 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 like, they told me something different. Yeah. <laughs> they told me, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and that's what, that's what I've come to realise as well, though. I've come to... I, I've actually met women that, you know, that have been in you know relationships with and they've been like do you know what like it's so 
it's so refreshing to just be like, let me chill. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think a lot of women are craving that, and but then a lot of women are fighting against the fact that they do crave that. So they want to yes. say, no, I'm a boss, I'm a boss. So it's like, freaks. let me tell you something, yeah. If the, if, if, the, if a man came in and said, I got this, you, you just be like, that's <laughs> it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they just relax. But it's the same way as a man. It's just like, like a woman running the yard, like, I don't want to know where everything is. Like, I don't want to know what the education and the kids and the schools and taking them to... If you want to do that, do that. Yeah, yeah, mm. of course. It's just stuff we don't want to deal with. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing... And you know where I talk about the toxic, toxic masculinity <laughs> in terms of um, men now are told that you need to be this with this kind of woman. Mm. There's that tox, toxic, toxic femininity in terms of women are told... Like, if a woman now says on social media... My aspiration is to be a stay-at-home mum with a part-time job. Yeah. That's going to get The trapped. women are dragging yeah, her. Yeah, not yeah, the men. Yeah. The men will say, come. Yeah. The yeah. women are going to yeah. finish her. Well, why is that, though? So why, like, why? Because even the women dragging her, some of them want to sympathise with her, but they just jump on this bandwagon yeah. and attacking other women. Like, why, why do you think that is? Because... But, Sorry, man. People don't want to stand out. Like people rather go with the majority than go against the grain. Mm. I, I think, mm. but it's it's cooler to go with what everything. It's cooler to go with what society is pushing. Um, but yeah, that's that's what Do I you think. Know, I would even add to that and say that I think to be more controversial now in today's society is even growing. And you know, radical feminists, for yeah. example, pushing yeah. out crazy ideas that most traditional men hate. That's becoming more of a trend, I like think. What? Yeah, what? Just just to be your own independent woman, to be the man of the household, right. to be the breadwinner, right. and then for your man to just sit at home. There was a thing I saw them say that um, men should sit in public transport with their legs closed. Yeah, yeah. 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 As all of us have got our legs spread <laughs> like this, and they've got their legs spread like this. That was pussy riot. They threw, like, they were, like people, uh, it was somewhere in Eastern Europe, wherever people were sitting on the train, like men, they're mm. going and throw, throwing bleach on them, saying, like, you're like Close a show, chauvinistic pig. Sort of I, think, I think what's happening in society is women are now dictating to men how men should be. Should be, yes. Right? But, but the feminist movement is all about men shouldn't dictate how women should be, and we should do this, and we should do that, and we should take back. So I just think there's a bit of a double standard there. But do you know what's happening now? I think men are saying now, because men understand this aggressive feminist movement, they're saying, do you know what? You'll see. They're mm. talking and they're like, you know what? Because you don't want to hear, it's all right because the t- time, time, also, will time will tell. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, what it comes down to it. Even me as a lefty, and where I had to come away from leftism, it's almost like most rational men as rational men would be like, in fe- feminism in its core that women have the right to and mm-hmm. they should have basic yeah. human rights, etc. the same yeah. as men. Yeah. They, should, they, should, they agree with that, but it's got to a point where radical feminists are pushing so much, so much, we're suddenly we turned around and we're like, how the fuck did, did we, we get, get here? here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're like, yeah. and then it creates up. Now we're fighting back to go the other way. Yes. And the first thing that radical feminists would do if you go against their agenda is you're a misogynist. Yeah. yeah. But the whole thing about leftism well, is, 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 yeah. The whole thing about leftism is to be inclusive of all. But the fact is that you don't respect someone's opinion that's against yours is yes. the most uninclusive thing around, yeah. around it. So it's, it's fascism, essentially. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what fascists done. They said, oh, our way or the highway, and if you got something against us, and if you do something against us, then we're going to get you. Control yeah. thinking. I actually, have, mm-hmm. I, I actually have a clip around, around traditional marriage. And oh, I, On a quick reel that I wanted to play to you guys. And we'll discuss it afterwards, after yeah. it's finished. Well, I had to learn this. I do not correct my husband. 
I believe that it is my responsibility to have the confidence to give him my perspective. Then we can talk about it and he can self-correct. I love him so much and I desire to honor and respect him. And I married him so I, I would assume that he wants me to feel the same exact way. To take my perspective into high consideration with his actions. But I married a grown man. I'm not going to be disrespectful and talk to him like a child. Oh, I Damn. have to learn this. Damn. I do. Are you ready or are you still saying that? No, I'm still great. You're still good? Yeah. So, what did we think of that clip? I sent that around to like four men that I respect, and um, two agreed and was like, yes, like women shouldn't correct men and all of that stuff. Like, two of them were like, <clears throat> if I'm confident within myself and I know that my partner has my back, Maybe it's the manner in which, because sometimes women don't know how to say things to <clears throat> say things to men. Mm. Sometimes we can be very condescending, mm. and we can we can throw things like back in guys' 100%. faces, right? Mm. So one of the guys was just like, as long as she's pointing out something that I'm doing wrong, but it's done in a loving way and it's done with respect, I'm open to it. And as long as it's the we can do it, it's a vice versa, it's reciprocal, then it's fine. But the other two who are a bit older, well, well they agreed with her. Mm. Question though, mm. and this might be slightly no, that's do you think that's a problem with black women? Mm. Oh. I'm gonna say yeah. Interesting. I'm gonna say yeah. You sound like a pick me right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, like everybody who's ever heard me speak on this subject, I just feel like we Oh God, we as women, yeah? <laughs> like, w when I see how like non-black women relate to men or have conversations with men, I see that they're very calm, they're very, they listen, mm -hmm. they, um, they absorb, they ask questions. Whereas sometimes with us, we're just so, we've got so much things in us. We're so angry that we don't even let men finish speaking. Angry black woman, no, that's a stereotype. No, but, and it's not everybody, but for example, Clubhouse opened my eyes. Yes, like, oh my God, uh, yes. When, yes. I, when, I, <laughs> when people would have discussions, I noticed that men are really good at just keeping quiet and letting a woman finish. And when it's the man's time, turn to talk, they can't finish a sentence. They can't get a word out. Yeah. And it was so obvious. I was like, okay, we have an issue. Mm. But you, if you say that to black women, then obviously, like I said, you're a, you're a quote unquote pick really me. I don't really care because, you I, know, do you know what I mean? You're safe because you're a black woman. So you can actually say something. Mm. And yeah, but she's also trying to cancel her though. That's mm. quote unquote. It's not, it's not, not as bad as if you're a man. No, no, no. I'll ask they'll actually like send our clips to Shade Barra and try and <laughs> get yeah, 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 these women are not in or you relationships or you happy relationships. Do you understand? Yeah, 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 yeah. You hear? Or, uh, do you know what I mean? And the women who are actually in long-term relationships or have had that, these are women who listen. These are women who are more, I would say, act in their feminine. Mm -hmm. So I think there's or something more agreeable. That, or more agreeable, which we seem to want to go against. Mm. What do you think, Abiola? I, I would agree, but then I think it's very subjective to the person again. Yeah based okay, on different on. Op opinions, if that makes sense. So you don't think black women are angry nowadays? No, I know they are. <laughs> well, you know they are. <laughs> yeah, I know they are. But you think it's, it's based on the individual? Yeah. But the thing is, I'm empathetic with you guys because it was only until this year now 
I had to shake off because the, the this education system is 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 leftist. Mm. It teaches like us as black men, you're a victim, you're oppressed, you can never do anything. Like mm. if you ever go to a job, you're never gonna get it. Yeah. Any situation you have is never your Slavery's fault. Your Slavery's your yeah, legacy. Slavery's your legacy. Exactly. So, and so to sh- it took me till now to have to shake that off. So when a lot of women who have been taught as a woman same similar things, you're oppressed. Your your second class citizen to then actually have the self retrospect like actually, is that entirely true? Mm-hmm. Now obviously I often use race and race and gender is different, but when I started actually saying like no, I'm I'm not oppressed. Like there's a factors that go against me ethnocentrically yeah. and culturally as they would anywhere else. But me as a black person, I can still make it and I can still yeah. do. Great but you see things. what I find mm-hmm. sorry to kind of switch. You see what I find with black people who realise that they've drank the left Kool-Aid mm. yeah, <laughs> for too long and then kind of go conservative. Mm. There is a... See, I've always said, when black people realise that they've drunk the left Kool-Aid, the the solution is not to just go conservative, full conservative, right? Yeah, like, I still believe in a welfare state. I still believe in all them things, but I don't believe that. Because to... essentially you're still black. Mm. So there's still things that affect you. That you know, that don't affect everyone yeah. else. And I think a lot of the time, what happens with specifically because I'm I'm I was having this conversation the other day that when you look into conservative black people, especially in America, you find that they don't have black uh, black partners mm-hmm. generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And even over here, like the black conservatives over here don't have black partners. Yeah, Candace Owens is a big one. Obviously, she's Candace Owens. Yeah. Like you, you've got a lot of them. Like if you if you look at the the actual conservative black people, so it's like. You're still black though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So it, just because you become conservative, it doesn't now negate your blackness. And yeah. I feel like a lot of the time when black people realize that they they can't do the left thing, they go full oh, conservative and they're like, yeah. and they act as if, I had a black conservative woman, sorry to go on a rant, but I had mm. a black conservative woman in America tell me that black conservatives don't see each other. And it's very interesting. It's so like, you, you so, don't, they don't see each other. So they go to like conservative conventions, Trump rallies or whatever. Oh. But when they're there with each other, they act like they don't see each other. Mm. They just yeah, go towards the white audience and just mingle with the white people. And it's like, but you guys are still black, though. That's you know? I'll be there like, yo. My yeah, I'm like, yo, what's going on? That's Johnny. Yeah. But, she was, but the thing is, you can see that in when you look at their partners. Because a lot of... The, and I'm saying, you can love who you want to love, you know? But I'm just saying there's definitely, like, a trend that I feel like people aren't... They're not clocking. It's yeah. like, when you're a black conservative, you've all, you automatically got, like, a white partner. But you, you know, mm. I think it could be... And this is just me. Mm. Don't no one shoot me in the comments with this because I know people fuck. Shoot him. But <laughs> could this be the winner's curse in the sense of a lot of black conservatives who are with black women, they're afraid to speak out because people just call them coons. Because you mm. see, with my, my opinion, I say I'm a black conservative. They're like, wait, you're a Tory. I'm like, no. no because I'm black yeah. conservative doesn't mean I support the Tories. Yeah. I think their policies are shit and I wouldn't mm. vote for them. Mm. But that's what a lot of people don't <clears throat> understand. So I feel like, for example, with my opinions, people now, obviously now I not flaunting but I do what I do now people mm. are like you're only saying that now because you're, you're making, making money you're making money but I'm yeah. like no that's not the point it's just I see how all of us like my friends who started in, in the same place and even my friends who make money who are plumbers mm. who aren't with high net they, they, they have similar they're like I left school at 16 and mm. I just committed to my trade for 10 years and now I'm on six figures yes. and I'm a tradesman. Mm. Well, really, what you're saying is that these people you grew up with took personal accountability yeah. for the problems. 
today's society, there's no better time to be an ethnic and ethnic minority. Because we all so have opportunities to make it. Exactly. And it. It's an excuse today to say, I didn't make it because I'm black. Yeah. It, it's an excuse. Once we've got the source yes. that everybody wants, like people are acting exactly. like black people don't like wanna start trends. Mm-hmm. Like people don't want to do. We the, are the trends. Yeah, we are the trends. We set the trend and people follow, mm-hmm. and then they monetize it. Yes. yes. If yeah. we monetize it, it's a whole different story. But yeah. we yeah. allow others to monetize it for us. And we just missed the opportunity. And we yeah. give it out to other people. It's yeah. like, well, if we know that we have something, why are we giving it to other people mm. to monetize? Why don't we monetize it ourselves? And then it, it goes back to the fact that a lot of us just don't trust each other. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We just don't trust each other. Like, and that is a really, it's a, it's a sad thing, I think. Like, I'm not going to lie. So, yeah, we've got a lot of work to do. So I'm like, when you go when you go conservative, understand that as a black person, you still have stuff to do. Do you know what I'm saying? As a black person. And I think even go, going as a woman, like, take going away from being saying it's an anti-feminist state to use this jargon, so people get it. It's like, that's not to say, like, Oh, to sit in the yard now. I'm just chilling. Let the man do all the work. And it's the same way for a man, not just to have a, a woman in the kitchen. It's mm. really adopts the traditional values of what it means to be. And that doesn't mean being the man and being an authority and prick just telling her to do whatever you want and like cl- click on right. a button. So I think coming back to these traditional values that like a lot of the gender fluid movement. And obviously I have to be careful because I can't shit on them too much. Otherwise, <laughs> I can. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've been doing it. But a lot of it is 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 think tanks and agendas. Like some people, I don't want to get conspiracy theorists about it, but they'll say population control. Mm. Like we have to look at the reason why these agendas pushed. I can talk about for black people with the welfare state. It's almost like um, a child. When you have the bank of mum and dad, you're never going to pull yourself out and actually be an adult and be grown about it whereas mm. if you're raised in poverty and giving you the chance you do far better than someone who's raised in a welfare state and told, told to always rely on it and that's why I, I, I love to reference Tom Sowell Tom Sowell always talks about they talk about in African Americans are the poorest within America mm. that's a fact but why is it that West Indians the average West Indian it, it is richer than 93% of people Africans in America Africans will come there and do well Africans will come there and do well so it's, it's, it's a cultural thing mm. I wanted to expand on that so I was talking about waves of feminism and the second one was like during the civil rights movement right that was when white feminists decided to link up with black feminists and kind of push up against discrimination in the workplace and this that and the other and then soon after that the whole welfare state came in and the father was replaced mm-hmm. right okay. which broke down the black family and mm-hmm. that was very systematic right so where white feminists were fighting for oh we want this freedom that black women didn't have the same struggles no. as white women and right. we of in fact before that whole welfare state movement and before black feminists joined in because we in the 60s we were trying to get our vote white women have been able to vote we were trying to get the vote that was when there was like, you can say there was a systematic disintegration of the black family. So it just underscores what it is that you're, you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And again, marriages, I don't know, I can't talk on marriages and statistics of that time, but I definitely know. Oh, no, I do know. I know what you're going to say. Black, black women were the most married in America of any ethnic group, and now they're the least married. No, that, that is statistically proven well, in America. The yeah. least married and the, more like, the most likely to abort their children. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so I don't that was a, yeah, that was another thing. Yeah, but apparently that's yeah. an agenda pushed by is... what's it called? Yeah. What are they called? Planned Parenthood. Uh, Mark Planned Parenthood. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all to do with um the, the eugenics, the eugenics, eugenics. Movement. the population uh, yep. because. 
brown people are going to take they incentivize the people to get abortions because we yeah. are the oh. most fertile group of people due to i can't even remember if it's the salt it like in our body like melanin dominated people we're able to reproduce well you can look at the thing is you can actually look at there's a book called the birth death i don't know if you guys have read it right so the birth death was a book it was written in like the 80s i think where you know this mm. guy was basically saying look basically white people need to have babies <laughs> right because the rest of the world generally have more children than us. It doesn't matter whether you're black, Indian, That's it, it comes Asian. to replacement theory. This yeah. is what it's to do with the right, birth like, yeah, yeah. And now it's got to the point where, I know, it's got to the point where there's certain places in Europe that are at minus birth rate. Yeah. Yeah. Italy, yeah. Spain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To it's maintain the culture, you need to have 2.5 babies per family. Yeah. yeah. When a lot of European countries, it's, it's dropped down to like 1.5. Yeah. So they're actually just dying out. Yeah. yeah. I think Japan's got a minus birth rate also. Oh, Japan. Yeah. 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 Japan yeah. sold more adult diapers than they do child ones. Yeah. <laughs> Economically, they're fucked because the whole idea of what helps a welfare state to function is you have a workforce yeah, and a you pen- workforce. The, the pensioners pe- uh, benefit so off that. But when yeah. you have more pensioners than pensioners workforce, workforce yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're, in, yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a whole, like, I think when it comes to the whole abortion, myself and Pearl did a uh, uh, episode of the other day and it's just like a lot of the time black people don't know that this whole feminist movement brought to them saying listen yeah go kill your babies it's fine don't worry we'll be independent we'll yeah, yeah we'll pay for it do you know what I mean it's just like well you have to look at the agendas behind that or the reasoning behind that because you know a black populace they say that it would have been in America specifically the black populace in America would have been double what it would have been yeah had black women not been having so many abortions mm. and not just not just that but the single parent household serves to keep them if you're looking at purely conspiracy replacement theory it keeps them fragmented and then in less they have less wealth to be in influential roles mm. so it's, it's, it serves the agenda mm. and it, it's funny with statistics we were talking about leftism is that the way we manipulate statistics or the left does is crazy so one aspect they'll say is okay Asians in in America they say are Asians are more intelligent and Hispanics are better athletes because we have so many more per capita Asians in uh, the STEM fields and so many per per capita of Hispanics in uh, as pro athletes Mm -hmm. but what they don't tell you is actually age the median age so the most occurring age in Mm -hmm. America of Asians is in the 50s whereas Hispanics is in the 20s what right. fucking professional athlete do you see in their 50s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. So I think a lot of us, we we, we uh, manipulate statistics. statistics and yeah. that's why a lot of these women, and I can empathise because a lot of these women and a lot of these people who feel like they're marginalised by society, I used to think like them. Yeah. I came up in the same institutions as mm. them. I used to think exactly like it. Because it was salty. Mm-hmm. It was salty you to think like that, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, a lot of the time we don't get that we are sold a narrative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And we just we jump onto, we take it we and then we just run with it. it. We don't. We have to wrap up, innit? Yeah, sorry guys. We have to do this again, boy, because <laughs> that, was, that was getting that juicy. Was that was getting very <laughs> juicy, man. That was getting uh, juicy. Plug yourself, plug yourself, guys. Yeah. What work? Where can we find you? Am I starting again? Mm. Okay, so um, Linda. Ladies first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. I am Linda Graham, and that's on all platforms, Twitter and Instagram. I'm mostly accessible there. Any projects you're working on? I'm not telling, not now. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sarah Garvey on all platforms, both, well, I say both YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 
Um, tune in to uh, the Just Purdy Things pre-game podcast where you will find me every Tuesday. Yeah. What about Black Opinion? Oh, Imagine, I had to be reminded of my own thing. No, the Black Opinion is also what I go by. Um, we have, I have my own podcast, also the Black Opinion, and that you'll find it on my YouTube. So yeah, that's why I said YouTube, Sarah Garvey. You'll find the Black Opinion there. And hey, so Gabrielle, you can find me at gabsg.b on Instagram and TikTok for now. But more coming soon. That's it. Like, share, subscribe, people. Signing out. Skia.